Let's uh, talk economies and uh, how we drive different economies. Now, there's been a total revitalization of diverse township economies and uh, something called the Philippi Village is exactly where we're going. On the line is Angela Tefo. Angela, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. Angela, explain to us what the Philippi Village is currently doing. So Philippi Village is a mixed-use entrepreneurial hub, um, and we are situated in the heart of Philippi. Philippi is a township situated in the Cape Flats um, in the Western Province. And um, our space, we like to say that we are community-focused, and we provide um, local businesses, entrepreneurs, organizations with a safe space to operate um, their businesses. So when you say it's a safe space to operate your business, businesses, what does that mean? Is it a, a geographic space where various different businesses can come and rent a couple of uh, square meters to run their business out of? Do you provide mixed use uh, uh, opportunities? What do you actually mean by that? So what I mean is that, so Philippi, the township, yes. um, is well known for high crime rates. Um, there's nothing shy in terms of crime that happens in Philippi. But Philippi Village is sort of on a mission to change that narrative. So yes, so if a person has got a business of their own or their upcoming entrepreneur and they can rent out a refurbished container, so you've got six-meter containers as well as 12-meter containers, and they can rent it out at reduced cost. We also do what is called conscious contracting, where if a particular business organization provides some form of a community development or community of listing service as well, we sort of also talk about the rate and then we pay the um, the minimum rate, but then they would sort of do an exchange where they can provide a training or they can provide some form of uplifting um, service to the community. I love to make this example because in our container walk, we have many, many different types of businesses. One of them is a hair salon. And the young lady that runs that hair salon does a nail course. And then in exchange, if she's got five students, three of them would be from the community, for example. Yeah. And that's that conscious exchange that we do um, in our space. So I was interested to read that the Global Entrepreneurial Monitor report for 21-22 says that we are the sixth worst globally. And I'm wondering, any suggestions or ideas? You're working with entrepreneurs all the time. They're participating at the Philippi Village uh, uh, site. What do you think is causing us to be the sixth worst? I mean, one would rather say, wow, we're like up at the top and the sixth best. Mm. So, so what do you think some of the issues are? So I, I can't comment a lot on that, but I can comment on the work that we do doing um, in, in trying to change that, you know, um, in a country that requires so many, you know, entrepreneur minds to come together, but also for entrepreneur minds to not shy away from operating in township spaces where most of their marketers and their audiences um, reside, you know. Mm. So we find that 
being in the heart of Philippines allows, you know, those organizations as well as business owners to be face-to-face with their target market and making them accessible, you know, to people that don't have to now travel to a CBD center or travel to town mm. where they would find that service. And I think that doing that sort of changes what our townships are known for and are notorious for, but also allows business owners to have a different understanding of who their target market is and who their audience is because they live right next door. So surrounding Philippi Village, we are surrounded by informal settlement and it's five communities. And we took time in terms of understanding and getting to know who those community members are. And in understanding who they are, we were able to sort of provide what we now call in our precinct a safe space because we got to know them. We did a mapping exercise in trying to understand um, if they were to have anything in a precinct like Philippi Village, what would that be? And you'd be amazed in terms of what the responses are. There were such things as more greenery in our townships, support for moms, support for elderly, um, healthy living, more graffiti. They mentioned things such as sports and recreation and we took time in terms of testing what is sports and recreation for people that are living in a township? And we found things like cycling, basketball, um, skateboarding, um, mm. music, and all of these things that you wouldn't necessarily think that you, your mind would go to a soccer or netball. But that completely changes the narrative. And Philippi Village ties are not only for us as an entrepreneurial hub, for, but for the entrepreneurs that are in our space to sort of provide services and products that speak to the target that they are trying to get to. Mm. You know, when we look at um, small to to, to micro uh, industries and entrepreneurs, the one thing that seems to come out, and it was part of a conference that I was at last week, was networks, access to finance, and access to markets. Now, Mm -hmm. obviously, you are able to provide interesting networks here, but how do you support uh, the other two of the three, access to markets and access to finance? So what we do amazingly in Philippi Village, and by all means, we don't do this perfectly, nor do we do it by ourselves, is that our mission is to co-create a space where we can, you know, eliminate this spatial divide, you know, where the um, the access to these types of services can be um, in the community. And I think that more and more um, townships and, and, and communities like Philippi, you know, need spaces like that and investment is required, you know, so that that access to all of those services and to those products can be at your doorstep. So if people are interested, do you still have space? Do you have affordable office space? Do you have like other spaces that people, if they are in the area, could say, hey, I want to go, I want to get involved? Can they do that? Yes. So the reason we call them mixed-use development spaces because we have got um, refurbished containers that are available for rental use, but we've also got a, what we call in our main hub office spaces um, that are available. Yeah. But we also have so many amenities that um, business owners can enjoy. We have got a pop-up cinema. We have got an amphitheater. Every Friday, we have open mic sessions, and we see an influx of every Friday, rain or shine, 300 
300 young people coming to enjoy music, dance, poetry, um, theater, and they just come and they use this space. And so do our businesses. They also utilize that audience as well. We have got a skateboard park, a BMX pond track. We've got a five-a-side. We also have got a one-kilometer walking and running track that goes around our precinct. So our space is on 12 hectares of land. And we've got things like Fitness Friday. We've got a coffee shop that has got four amazing barista females that are also from the Philippi community. And we've got free Wi-Fi as well. So businesses um, can definitely come um, and rent out space with us, but then they have to understand that it's not a normal business hub. It's a business hub that has got the community in the focus and sort of the businesses can use the space, but also the community has also got free access to our space. So the foot traffic for businesses is also absolutely amazing. Um, and it's something that our current tenants also pride themselves about. Angela, in closing, and very briefly, I want to ask you this. You yourself are an entrepreneurial business, the Philippi Village. I know that you get support from the Bertha Foundation. What other support do you get in order to make this project a happening thing? Does the city of Cape Town support you? Give us some insights into that. So that is definitely our main investor. Um, we have been working on our relationship um, with different um, government sectors like the city of Cape Town. Um, we've got quite a history there. So I'll just tell you quickly that we, when, when, we, when the business hub was started, initially the, the model did not work out. We, would, we just were offering rent, rental spaces for businesses. But then we soon realized that it was not working and the business was crumbling. So we invited our amazing CEO, Bosha Razak, and she started a, ma- a mapping exercise because she's a community engagement specialist. And the tenants in our space said they wanted, for safety reasons, to see a solid perimeter wall around the precinct. Yeah. But immediately when we put it up, the community next door to us just kept on pushing it down. And instead of doing a, conver- a conventional um, method in terms of inviting your law enforcement to come and just take people off our land, we decided to engage with the community. We found out, okay, what is the real reason that you don't want the wall? We found out that a wall can mean different things for different people. Yeah. And we found out that our community next door to us didn't have access to toilets. So once we put up the wall, they were using our land to relieve themselves. So when the wall was up, it meant that they didn't have access to that. So that's when we started the journey of engaging with the city of Cape Town in terms of putting toilets up. It was a long journey because eventually we had to pay for the pumping of these toilets, but that's all changing and the narrative is changing. But it just speaks so much to how you have to engage with stakeholders that are around an organization or a business that you that you run. So all of our different social spaces that I've now mentioned as amenities are also from various types of sponsorships, um, mm. you know, with private investors, yeah. but also with different types of businesses as well. We'll have to leave it there. That's Angela Tefo of the Philippi Village, and they are working closely with young entrepreneurs, with diverse entrepreneurs. They've got 54 affordable office spaces and a diversity of other projects as well. It reminds me a little bit of the Goethe Institute in Johannesburg. A couple of years back, they decided that they were taking the wall down around the organization, and they did. It's uh, on Jan Smuts, if I recall, and they just took the entire wall down, and it does raise all sorts of questions of what a wall means. I mean, we can go to the United States and we can ask that exact same question there as well when we think of a wall. What does a wall mean around a space? Maybe you want to add to that particular question as well. 825.